Hi everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next free online business assessment, enabling you to pinpoint what your business needs you to fix next. Business tips to help you level up and scale up. Hi everyone, I'm Simon of Sterling Coaching and welcome to this podcast episode in which I'm joined by Matthew uh, McKeady. McKeady, everyone seems to get caught up on McKeady, I suddenly realised there was no R in it, Matthew. For yeah. some reason I wanted to say greedy, but uh, yeah. It is the often misconception, it's been McKeady. happening for years. Okay, <laughs> so Matthew, after that very poor introduction, uh, good to have you on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Listen, you know, I appreciate, appreciate you know, you, you get me on and very good to be here. Good. Give the listeners a little bit of an introduction into you and, and how you have got to the point where you've got the business that you have. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. And um, so just, you know, obviously to give the audience a bit of, you know, introduction. My name is Matthew McGeady, age 22. Uh, I suppose our original background is in more corporate sales for a software as a service company, really responsible for the generation and bringing on, you know, new business appointments and stuff like that for them. And um, around about, you know, midway point through last year, I got started in e-commerce. And the reason for that was I've always kind of looked into, you know, setting, you know, creating, you know, passive in- income streams. Uh, so getting started in e-commerce it done a lot better than what I thought it would have done and you know some of the results were really astounding so that like quickly replaced you know my nine-to-five income right. and obviously from re- you know owning and running an e-commerce store you kind of need to learn how to like market and you know market the services and products that I was offering which kind of brought me on to you know invest in a course and learning Facebook ads and stuff like that and then, you know, just essentially through trial and error, through learning how to do Facebook ads and learn how to work with the pixel and retargeting ads and stuff like that, kind of brought me on to, you know, I've proven these strategies work for my own e-commerce store. Like, why wouldn't I pass these on to other businesses who might, you know, find help, help yeah. and you know, benefit from these as well? So I suppose, long story short, you know, just to keep it brief, then started a social media marketing agency where again I helped the likes of e-commerce stores, life coaches, online coaches, really scale and build better brand awareness, brand engagement, online store traffic and conversions per month. So I suppose just briefly, bit of an introduction. Yeah, yeah. And short and sweet. That's that's where we would say we're at. Great. And what kind of uh, geographical area do you cover? I think you, when we first spoke, uh, you're in Belfast. Is it Belfast? Yeah, that, that, well, I'm, yeah I'm based in Belfast. Yeah. So what sort of area of uh, geographical area do you cover with your clients? Yeah. T- so typically we would be looking for clients across the UK and Ireland. And um, yeah, j- just at the start, you know, maybe within you know a few years down the line from the business, we might want to break out into you know US and stuff like that. But at the minute, simply just focused on US or UK and Ireland. Yeah. Good. Good. So good. So that's a good backstory. And it's uh, I didn't realise until you've just said that. Twenty-two years old. Yeah. I, I don't think I can remember being twenty-two years old. And perhaps some of the listeners. Uh, on this might be uh, able to remember when they were 22 but uh, it's a bit of a distant memory for me I must admit <laughs> so let, let's talk about coffee first of all the first question first thing. question of the day yeah what what coffee are you drinking and and why why that particular you might coffee? actually be a wee bit disappointed in me here you know I, I don't have a special latte or vanilla <laughs> or anything as much as I would want to in fairness uh, but no just at the minute it is just a standard um, Americano okay 
So um, and particular the reason um, the reason type. for that yeah. the, the reason for that is ideally I probably would have wanted to have made a vanilla ice latte, but yeah. since he just didn't have the time before coming on here, ah, so okay. Okay. <laughs> and Americano had to do the job. So it's more of a drink of convenience then than the drink of choice. Essentially, yes. <laughs> uh, and I've got to ask the question then: um, Is it filter? Is it pod? Is it uh, sort of instant? What, yeah, what, what coffee have you got? It's, it's from the it's from the pod. In fairness, um, okay. Yeah, we, we've got a new pod machine in the house, and you can do vanilla ice latte. Sorry, vanilla ice latte, lattes, mochas, etc. But yeah, yeah. I just decided to go for a nice cappuccino. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Again, you know, this isn't sponsored by anybody in particular, exclusive. So, what what pods are you drinking? Listeners are always interested. You know, is it an espresso, dolce, any any specific? I think it is an espresso. In fairness, yeah, okay. yeah espresso. Yeah, and it's amazing. You know, as we've been doing these um, podcast interviews, how many people, particularly with the current sort of pandemic and people working more from home, mm-hmm. you know, some of gone out some of their old filter machines and some of more and more people have gone for the pods and i've got a nespresso machine and that's what i'm drinking you know it's a, it's a pod coffee and uh, you know, yeah yeah choose my coffee specifically uh, yeah. i'm not on decaf yet today but i will be later on but uh, decaf i'm not i'm not a fan uh, we've we've actually got both in the house simon uh, we've got the filter and the pod but i think that i mainly just use the pod in fairness it's a lot quicker yeah. and then yeah yeah, and I think for me, the it's how much coffee we drink and the filter machines. I've got a filter machine downstairs that I keep threatening to get out of the cupboard and bring up to my office. But I just know I would drink probably three or four times the amount of coffee if I had it on filter because yeah. it would just be poured straight out of the jug. I'd never stop drinking it. And then you're sitting tossing and turning all night. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> it. that's it. So if that's what you're drinking at the moment, then, Matthew, what, what's your favourite coffee and how do you normally take your coffee if it's your favorite yeah my go-to would definitely be a vanilla ice latte and okay. from starbucks don't shoot me for the mainstream no 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 i'm a big starbucks fan and most of the listeners are as well so you're okay you yeah, away with that one. i used to be one of them ones like i don't know if you have it in england it's called grand espresso um yeah, coffee yeah. Bar. it's really nice uh, in fairness you know even you know for a few hours during the day to get a bit of work done go in there for a laptop really relaxing environment really like nice coffee as well but and obviously because of lockdowns and stuff now, the 24-hour, you know, drive through Starbucks. Yeah. And I was up and so me and my girlfriend are always there. <laughs> the nice latte. Spend yeah. an absolute fortune in there. It's it's interesting, uh, you know, likewise, you know, we've got a Starbucks in our local town in Newark in the marketplace. Yeah. And we go every Sunday, we walk the dog, we go and have a yeah, a, a Starbucks there. And they they now recognize me even with the mask on. Which is quite exactly when people when the when the baristas recognise you and they say it's Simon, isn't it? And you know, there's an issue. And Starbucks, they usually write your name, you know, on it for you. It's just say no more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite quite interesting. I've got to ask the the question then because this you you you're one of only a few that's mentioned iced coffees, and the people that have mentioned it have been from very hot climates, so they. Texas or somebody from um, over in the Far East. Yeah. I think somebody was from India that had iced coffee. I, I don't recall Belfast being that tropical. 
and that's yeah, hot. So, so what, why the iced coffee then? How was that born? Well, I'll actually tell you, I'll tell you how it was. Uh, me and my girlfriend in summer of 2019, we actually went to Florida. And in the mornings, I was constantly drinking warm coffee. And she looked at me like I pretty much had like three heads. And <laughs> we're in the most tropical climate. What are you doing drinking, you know, hot, hot coffee? And turned around and said, you know, what do you propose then? She said, you need to try this vanilla iced latte. Um, and yeah, it was just just whenever I tried it, you know, I, I pretty much haven't went back after that, in fairness. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's essentially where it was born. Florida, uh, well, great story, yeah. yeah. So you actually did get the iced coffee from somewhere tropical then. Yeah, exactly. So it was born, born, born for me yeah. in a tropical environment, brought it back to nice sunny Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to the, the, the business side of things, uh, and yeah. obviously you've, you've given us a bit of an introduction of um, you know, software as a service, moving into e-commerce, doing really well in e-commerce and learning how to promote your e-commerce business. And now, yeah. you know, uh, this, the social media agency side of things, what's been the latest or most significant thing that you've actually worked on or fixed in your own business? Yeah, completely. And um, so I feel like, you know, with my own business, there's a lot of dealing with clients as well as, you know, dealing with internal stuff as well. I think if you take it from a client's perspective, I think, you know, one thing that I get most satisfaction of is, you know, coming to a client and kind of understanding their pain points from the outset. So understand, you know, what their current strategy is, what we feel they're potentially doing wrong, but then providing, you know, valuable service that then they get results from and they can actually see, well, you know, where we were in comparison to where we are now. And essentially just putting the right, you know, campaigns and the right, you know, targeted, you know, audience demographics in place so that our clients come across and, you know, and say, you know, we thought we were doing thing right until we until we kind of started working and really dig down into who is our target audience and what we're going to do to really you know put our ads and stuff like that in front of them so i think you know in, in terms of significant thing i think it is just an overall having a look at where a client has been to where we brought them okay. and just having that overall perspective and looking at growth yeah and obviously we we actually met over social media on linkedin and we were talking earlier on about uh, you know you're doing some work for me on on the facebook uh, ads yeah how, how do you assess that there how do you because i know many of the listeners will completely agree with what you've just said yeah but many people lack the 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 knowledge of how to get to those pain points how to expose where the client is is there a particular process or a particular assessment something that you use and I, I know i use the fix this next assessment which is what brings you this podcast but what what do you use matthew to to help dig into that a little bit more Completely. So I think, you know, when we first get started, it's not just about X amount of sales per month. You kind of need to see it from the overall picture. And that is, you know, if brand engagement, brand awareness, you know, do people in your local area or the right geographical location that you want to, you know, target actually know who you are. So I think it's, it kind of comes down to putting out the right type of content, building your own personal brand, and then kind of digging deeper into that and saying, right, based off the content we're putting out, we know the audience demographic that's interacted with us. We know who's interested. Let's channel in on that, and then let's retarget ads to them. But how do you how do you deal with it before that point? Now, so I understand that, and I'm sure the listeners, um, you know, we can hear about a little bit more about that later on. Yeah. But how how do you determine what those pain points are for clients, even before you've signed them up as client? How do you how do you get to connect with that 
potential client in in the way that you described earlier because that i think that's quite a significant thing to actually understand what your clients are looking for completely how, so how do you do that typically you know before we would want to you know engage with a client we would have a look at you know say for instance their social media platforms yep. what then we would typically deal with would be instagram and facebook look at the content they're putting out look, look at the engagement they're getting from it Look at their, if they're running any ads. So, for instance, if we pick up a client that might not be putting out the right um, content, or say, for instance, they are putting out the right content, but we just feel like it's not being shown to the right demographic of people. Yeah. I think that it is just about, you know, before you engage anything, we want to be making sure, you know, have they got a good personal brand? Are they putting out good content? Could we actually engage and actually, you know, provide value here? Yeah, so it's research then, having a chat with them, looking at what they've essentially, got. Essentially, yeah. you know, kind of having chats, see what their process is for, you know, getting new clients and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, because I think that's, you know, a lot of people that deal with social media agencies will very often feel a little bit impersonal. You know, when I've dealt with agencies in the past, you know, we, we have a conversation, we get a proposal. And I know we, we were having this just um, just before we started recording where I was saying, oh, are you going to drop me an email with a proposal? And you said, you know, we need to have a Zoom chat. We, uh, it, and it's interesting that something that is online actually yeah. starts by that research and that yeah. offline conversation, really, doesn't it? Of, of getting that detail. Completely. Um, I think, you know, for, for the nature of the work that it is, you know, one thing I say to clients, you know, it's not transactional. You know, if we feel like we can't have value, we'll not engage. And the reason for that is, you know, whenever you start working with someone, you're working for someone for at least three months, you want to make sure that, you know, you can actually collaborate because it is very collaborative work. Um, yeah. And it's, it's not, it's not, you know, an overnight success. You won't get results overnight. It is just, you know, based off, you know, a three month relationship and working together. So again, I suppose back to my point, it's not transactional, you know, type of work. It is based off, you know, integrity, a good business relationship. Yeah. So I, I did warn you, I'd ask some more questions. So thinking about uh, the listeners and some people are perhaps thinking about working with, you know, uh, yourself and other people like yourself. And they will be concerned, as I've been, that, you know, am I going to get somebody who is going to listen to me, who's going to give me what I want and what I need? Okay. What would you say to the listeners that they need to make sure, not, not from your side, but from their side, what do the listeners need to make sure they're getting over to the to the agency or to the provider of their social media campaigns? Yeah, completely. Uh, I think you know one thing is definitely underlying. You know what is your goals? You know if you're the business owner, where do you see the business in five to ten years? And you know if you want to work with an agency, understand what they can do to facilitate that growth for you in in the here and now. Yeah. Uh, I think that is vitally, I think that is probably the most important thing, kind of understanding, you know, who is the right, understanding, say, say in your case, what type of client it is you want to bring on, what type and of relationship you want with that I, client. And I, and I love the way you said that because you you mentioned a couple of words earlier on as I scribbled down my path here, not transactional. I'm trying to get the, the business owner to think, okay, I've got to communicate beyond that transaction i've got to get somebody who buys into where my business is going is Completely. is really important isn't it you know for not just Completely. for the type of business that you provide but really for for listeners you know for most of the people you deal with your supply chain should be wanting to be involved in your growth and your goals definitely 100 and you know if at any point 
you know, we were working with a client or, or were going to, you know, even in the prospecting stage and kind of when you just first yeah. engaged, if we don't feel a, a bit of passion and, you know, positive energies there, there's really no point in us engaging because, again, it's going to do more harm than it is good. You know, it'll only be, you know, two, three weeks down the line before you kind of realize, you know, I don't feel like we have the 100% attention and commitment here to really transform, you know, the business. Yeah, that's, that's good. So how was it for you um, before? Now, when you first started the, the agency up and, you know, you were getting to know prospects and no clients and perhaps not digging in, you know, uh, in the same way that you're doing now what what was it like before and what's it been like since you've done that deeper dive and understanding those client pain points yeah completely uh so thank you know what, what, when we all start you know a business that you know i know for myself it can be full of this energy and kind of i don't know how it's going to work and i don't know how i'm going to get the clients but i'm just gonna kind of push all my energy out there and really try to get talking to people and I feel like, you know, then you kind of, not that in a sense you're going after anyone and everyone, but I feel like, you know, definitely at the start when you're enthusiastic about everything, you'll kind of engage with anyone who might show interest in you. Okay. And I think it's only as time has went on, you know, we've kind of got an understanding of the right type of client for us, you know, yeah. who we feel we can, you know, essentially really work with, you know, for a more longer term uh, period as well. And, and how has that been to say perhaps no or not now to some people because if you're going to as you say not chase everyone or, and you know someone i always say in networking if you ask for anyone or someone you get no one yeah. um but that means you've got to say no to some people doesn't it or you know you've got to make a decision that you're not right for them and they're not right for you completely yeah you know, how 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 have you overcome that process of saying no or not now or maybe not that we're maybe mm. not the right fit you know, I think, for instance, you know, from, from the very start, you can kind of gauge if, you know, a potential client, someone we're going to work with, is actually engaged with you from the outset. Um, but I suppose, you know, how to actually essentially qualify out of it. I think it is just about, you know, saying, you know, listen, I feel like where you're at at the minute, it maybe isn't the best time to engage with someone like ourselves. I think you might need to do a wee bit more core work internally. For instance, you know, actually speak to someone on how to put out the right type of content first before we actually want to be running ads. So I think it's just about business to business person, just being, you know, have a soft approach and just say, listen, I feel like right now you're maybe not in the right place, but that's not to say, you know, in six months, eight months down the line, we might want to really engage. Great answer. Great answer. So before we go on to the, um, you know, the tip, the, the lesson that you can share with the listeners, and I'm sure, you know, they're, they're wondering what you're going to share here, particularly from a, perhaps a social media or from a business point of view. Um, how can we connect with you? How can people who have just heard what you said there about beyond the transaction, understand client pain points? And I love the way that you dealt with that objection by saying it's, you know, it's not the right time. Yeah. For people who have heard that and think, yeah, I want to work with somebody like that. How, how do they connect with you? And um, most folks, you know, I'm, you know, on my personal LinkedIn, you know, I'm very active, you know, if anyone wants to connect, I'm always open to, you know, connecting. And again, not just, you know, not in a sales way, you know, even, you know, I want to position myself as an expertise in my field. So, you know, I want to be connected with others who have an interest in it, who are in different fields themselves as well. So again, if anyone, you know, for instance, want to drop me a message or anything like that, if anything, okay. I said, my inbox is always open. Yep. So it's Matthew with a double T. 
Marty, with a double T. Yeah. And just spell your surname. But M to... every time I looked at it, I can't pronounce it properly. So yeah. spell it out so, for us. McGeady, M C G E A D Y. Yeah. So M C G E A D Y. Correct. Perfect. So, listeners, go and check Matthew out. Search for him on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm pretty sure you'll find very few people who have similar names to that. So, uh, uh, give that a good go. And yeah, yeah, message him. You know, ask his advice. You know, share some content. You know, um, have a look at what he's putting out there. So, moving on to the 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 next question, then, giving the listeners a tip, giving them a lesson that they can take away and they can do something with following this podcast what would that lesson or tip be that you're going to share today Matthew uh, well I suppose you know in, in terms of around you know a strategic digital marketing social ma- social media marketing approach I think it's kind of understanding your ideal client so I think it's about understanding what message you want to push out to that client and think about how that's going to resonate with them you know whether that be written uh, written content, whether that be visual content, whether that be video content, and really just adapt a strategy that will meet the needs of your ideal client. Okay, and it's it's interesting you said there that will resonate with their client because I think a lot of people, a lot of people that are listening to this, yeah. put out what they feel they would enjoy, that they exactly. would like, that they would resonate with. But yeah. you've actually got to put yourself into the client's shoes and think how they would receive it, haven't you? Completely, 100%. And, um, you know, I think, you know, in our own words, we, we all think from time to time, you know, what resonates with me is going to resonate with the masses. But it's, it's really not entirely true. And I think it's only whenever you get to the point of actually trial and testing different pieces of content or different messaging that you're putting out that you might actually land on something that you've maybe never thought of before. So I think it's just a case of constantly adapting, constantly being open to new creative ideas and stuff like that. And yeah, just, just constantly trial and testing different creatives, different ideas. And, you know, from that, I'm sure you will land on one that, one that suits you and your audience. Yeah, great. So, Listeners, as, as you've just been going through there, I think we've learned some great things from Matthew about understanding our clients' pain points through research, through having conversations with them. But I think, you know, what, what Matthew's just shared there on top of that non-transactional basis is if you're putting stuff out there, take some time and look at the content that you're creating or having created for you and think, how would the client want to read it? How would they resonate with it, as Matthew said? and take that away and just examine your content and just take a look at it. Definitely. So great. Thanks for sharing that. On to the, the final question then is, as we're both recording this, where we're both in similar national lockdown. So yeah, I normally ask where the coffee is going to be that you're going to have next, but uh, if you could have that coffee in a dream location, where would that dream location be? Just describe it to the listeners. Yeah, so ideal location would definitely be Bali in Indonesia. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with yourself, Simon, but honestly, such, such a beautiful place. I haven't been myself. Um, I've had a few friends that have been and just genuinely said, even the energy of the people around, you know, all right. just just a lovely place to live. Um, so ideally, you know, what I'd, what I'd be loving is, you know, wake up early in Bali and coffee, go yeah. out, do my journaling, do gratitude, and set some intentions for the day that would be the absolute you know ideal you know yeah. location and uh, situation as well yeah and it's it's interesting you say that because uh, we had a, 
a guest on the podcast not that long ago uh, and they traveled quite a bit and I think she was from New Zealand okay. um, but she talked about that one of her favorite coffees was actually an Indonesian coffee and, yeah really yeah and even you know even you know food eating out over there it's ridiculously cheap as well so for yeah. like austerous it's just absolute heaven but yeah, yeah that the one of the goals this year is definitely you know if lockdown lifts up it's definitely to head out there at some point experience Fabulous. it as well and I'm sure everybody listening to this will have picked up on something even more important. It's probably the most important thing you've shared with us uh, in the whole of this podcast. Getting up, getting your coffee, going out, doing your journal, and doing, your, and doing your gratitude and setting the, the items up for the day. And I think, I think that morning routine that you've just given us there, I think for every single listener – you know daily journaling daily gratitude Attitude, setting your day up intentions yeah. completely i intentions. think when you tap into that you know kind of sphere of energy and apply that to your business apply that to encounters with your relationship apply that to yeah. one you meet throughout the day i think it really sets you on a higher frequency and that's what you apply throughout the day and um, yeah listen i've been doing that for probably close to two years now and i'm just you know trying really is you know transformational you know life you yeah. know kind of stuff that you're you're tapping into there so yeah, yeah. i must admit i i've i mean i do my 15 minutes of gratitude every day i've done that ever since back in 2007 when i went to see tony robbins and journaling is something i've never done and last year i took part in uh, a couple of challenges that involved tony robbins and dean graziosi mm -hmm. and i actually bought their journal books from over in the states yeah paid the shipping which was an extortionate amount of money i'm sure yeah. the shipping was more than the journals yeah. I'm, re I'm really loving it you know the fact that you know just writing down the thoughts and getting the things on on the paper so i strongly strongly recommend it definitely i think it's like you, you can have all these ideas and you can have all these thoughts that hold this you know massive energy but i think there's something about actually putting it down on paper and yeah. it just it, i know for me personally it just makes it resonates with me a lot clear and you know yeah. i'm a lot more inclined to actually make it manifest essentially yeah and and i'm sure for people again listening to this not only have we seen a reason to connect with matthew from his uh social media skills but also connect with somebody who is like you so if you've liked what matthew said if you like the gratitude if you like the journaling um if you like barley even then yeah <laughs> Connect with him, I'm sure, you know, on, on LinkedIn, you know, at least you'll have something to have a conversation about. And it's those conversation starters, isn't it, that are really important. So mm -hmm. listeners, you know, go, go and check Matthew out and start a conversation. Find out a little bit more about this, this person that uh, you know, shared so much with each of us today. So, yeah, thank, thank you very much for being on the podcast, Matthew. Uh, and, yeah, I encourage everybody to reach out to you. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to the two of us working together as well. So thank you very much. Absolutely. And yeah, Simon, listen, I appreciate your time and appreciate the opportunity. It was the first podcast I've ever done, but yeah, yeah. I, I think we handled okay. Had well done. Yeah. Well, it's, it's audio only. And I know the listeners won't just uh, have heard your energy, but you know, I think they'll take my word that you know, you've been bouncing around on the screen as we've been talking as well. Yeah. I can see you. I've got the privilege of being able to see you. So yeah, you're full of energy and uh, that's come across. So, so well done. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Listeners, of course, this is, has always been part of my mission to help business owners, uh, coaches and consultants around the globe become better aware. And we've talked about awareness a lot at the beginning of this podcast that Matthew shared. 
some great education and we've uh, talked about coffee and also realized that yeah iced coffee even though you might not be drinking it in a beautiful hot climate it usually starts off with some kind of hot place <laughs> anyway uh, florida for matthew and i look forward to having you all on the next podcast episode bye for now <laughs>